Howard Beck with us from Bleacher Report. I've never seen Rudy Gobert play better. Donovan Mitchell, spectacular. Can both of these guys end up on the all-star team? I think they both can. I'm not sure if they both will. The key for both Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert is what are the coaches going to do when they vote on the reserves. And when the coaches look up at the standings and they see the Jazz hovering in that top four, it makes an impression. It's harder to overlook their two stars if they're high in the standings. So we'll see if this is the breakthrough year because there is a lot of competition. It is a tough exercise. O'Neal in the quick action. Bounce pass to Bradley. Goes through the wickets. Picked up by Conley. Wraps it around O'Neal. Top to Donovan. Drives the lane. Scoops the layup and in. Oh, the ball movement is electric. Fast break. Donovan through the lane. Lobs to Rudy. Who dunks? Oh, my. Donovan to Rudy for two. Back up by 19. That was fabulous. Chris Mannix is with us. Every team in the Western Conference, even the top teams, they've got a flaw. The backcourt is a problem, I think, for the Lakers. Kyle Kuzma is a problem. The Clippers, when Kawhi plays, they tend to be really good, but you never know with that group. The Jazz have an opening here. This is a team right there in the mix. They've got the supporting cast there, and if Conley can be something close to the player he was last year, they've got a real chance here to make a run and kind of live up to those lofty expectations. Here's Rudy, left-hand drive to the rack, just takes the defender under the tin and packs it on. Rudy Gobert putting on an offensive display here in San Francisco. Ingles high pick and roll, bounces to Rudy, rotates it out to O'Neal, ball fakes a three, finds Bogdanovich, right corner, one dribble, settles himself and fires and hits. Man alive, are they good. 27-point lead. Sam Amick from The Athletic. How are you feeling about the Jazz right now? They look good. Obviously, a lot of that stretch came without Mike Conley, and that's the most impressive part. Still haven't missed a beat since he came back. I have a fun little interview with Donovan Mitchell like more than a month ago that is going to finally see the light of day because it was a positive interview, and there was a time when it didn't really fit what was happening with the team. It's just crazy how the regular season ebbs and flows so much because it feels like it wasn't very long ago that they were an underachieving team. I'm feeling like I need to book a trip to Salt Lake City. I just think regardless of whatever competition, this team's worked. They've worked hard, met some weaknesses that gradually are becoming strengths. There's always more to do, but I think our focus has been on us, playing the right way and defending and trying to be consistent with all those things. Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations for the Utah Jazz, Dennis Lindsay. The team has been playing so well. How pleased are you with the progress that you're seeing on the floor? That's really all you can ask for, that the group improve. Quinn's doing a few things tactically different. Players are getting to know each other better. Now we're reintegrating Mike Conley. Those early returns have been terrific. And frankly, we just kind of got to put our head down, bow our neck, and continue to improve so we can start tackling a tougher part of the schedule that comes up over the next few weeks. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 
Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Great job by Austin on Sounds of the Week. Brought to you by our friends at Roots Tech. Join NFL legend Emmett Smith in an all-star lineup of speakers, engaging classes, and interactive activities at Roots Tech. February 26th through 29th. Register now at RootsTech.org. One more day of Monson vacation. Gordon will be back coming up on Monday. But I am here in Kaysville. Uh, We are hanging out at a homey home. And uh, would recommend you come by and see us. 993 Chester Lane, right here in Kaysville. Uh, Kaysville. If you're looking for a beautiful home, you should see this. Austin, you should see this house I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sitting in. It is gorgeous. Uh, it was built, uh, let's see here, I was just looking at it back in 2006. So a newer home, gorgeous hard, uh, hardwood floors. The neighborhood is beautiful. Uh, this is great. So drop on by and see a fine home. But, of course, we're here with our friends at Homey. And uh, check out what they can do for you at Homey.com. Whether you're buying or selling a home or, frankly, uh, through Homey Loans. They're a title company. They're they're streamlining the process. They do so many cool things. We'll be talking about it throughout the show. But drop by and see us and uh, grab some jazz gear. And, Austin, I know you're a Leighton boy, but that's that's basically neighbors with Kaysville. I would assume you, you, uh, you identify the same way you're teammates kind of in a way uh no so the interesting enough Kaysville likes itself some Kaysville uh and uh Leighton seems to have been not as good as Kaysville for many 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 years to Kaysville at least but I love Kaysville because my grandparents lived in Kaysville we'd ride our bikes over there from Leighton all the time Kaysville's my place I worked at Bowman's the grocery store great place okay Kaysville's a nice spot all right, so so there's there's a little animosity between Leighton and Kaysville, but you are are an ambassador of sorts, where you can kind of move freely between between the two communities. You know, uh, may he may his soul rest in peace, our friend uh, uh, Will Smith. He was the ambassador of Kaysville, true, and uh, I was then kind of the ambassador of Leighton, and we've melded the two together. I, I like to think that the peace between Will and I helped the communities heal one another. That the that that sports. Race Radio is is helping bring communities together. That's since, what you're getting at. Since uh, never. Yep. Okay. I like it. Well, we're here in Kaysville. We're just really uh, right off the 200 North exit and just west of I-15. Plug it into the uh, into your GPS. It'll get you right here. 993 Chester Lane in Kaysville. Come see this beautiful home and, of course, find out what homie can do for you. And we'll get you hooked up with some sweet jazz gear. We have great stuff today. We uh, uh, Johnny and I were talking um, – uh, Johnny, our on-site engineer here today, uh, more beanies than usual. Just throwing that out there. More, more beanies. We got uh, the beanies went quick yesterday at the warehouse. I would expect they'll go quick again today, but we do have a few more. So get here, grab this jazz gear, find out what homie can do for you. Uh, we've got a lot to do on the show today. We're going to talk a lot of jazz basketball, a lot of NBA basketball in general. Howard Beck will make his weekly appearance as our, our daily assist. Howard will join us at 345, so uh, a little bit uh, earlier than usual. So stay tuned for Howard, always terrific. Uh, and then Eric Walden of the Salt Lake Tribune, he covers the Utah Jazz. He's going to join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. And uh, I saw Eric at, at practice today, Austin. And you know what you and Eric have in common? We're bald with glasses. Okay, so you and Eric have a lot in common. Okay. That's that's not really what I was aiming for, but yes, you do. You do, in fact. Uh, he has good and, taste in music. 
Uh, he does have good taste in music. Uh, no, no, you both have a, a pretty awesome Gordon Monson impression. Oh, really? Yes, you do. You you both do, and so I think I think that might have to make an appearance in the in the five o'clock hour. Maybe I, you and Bowler had so much success with dueling Monsons. Maybe we can try <laughs> that out again. I I don't know. Just uh-huh. just be thinking about it because I heard a little bit of Eric's impression today at practice, and and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm excited. I'll never turn down an opportunity to mock. I mean, uh, bring up Gordon. We're, we we tease. Gordon, we tease. And Gordon, of course, is a, is a good sport. But Eric, like like you and me, Austin, uh, Eric has worked with Gordon there at the Trib for a long, long time. And he worked on the copy desk. And uh, he's he's done a bunch of stuff for them. So he's known Gordon for probably as uh, close to as long as we have. And so uh, he's got a pretty good one, though. Right, I, right. I, I, I but you say he's worked there with Gordon. Gordon's never really worked there. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, uh, we yeah. did talk about that, how how frequently he sees Gordon these days. <laughs> and let's just say it's it's not not very frequent. There, but there's something that went down where Eric like saved Gordon's career and he will not divulge. Gordon made him swear that he would never tell what happened. So somehow Eric saved Gordon's bacon at one point. So Gordon owes it to, to Eric. Uh, so Eric will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Excited for that. Uh, Austin, I just got this tweet from Mitch on Twitter. You can always interact with us at Jake Scott's own at Austin Horton, who says, how can you be on Chester Lane without Chester Shadows there? You know what? It popped up on the schedule, and I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, we're going to Chester Lane, and Chester Shadows is doing things that we don't want to know on some island somewhere. Yeah, right. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel appropriate. That Gordon is not here uh, when we're here at 993 Chester Lane in Kaysville. Uh, but big anyway. yard there, by the way, Jake. I, <laughs> I, I, I Google no, I, I Google stocked the address. That's a good yard, good oh, yeah. place. No, this is it's a great spot. I would encourage people to come by and see us. And it's right down nice the road. Nice cul-de-sac. From, yeah, kids can ride their bikes around safely. I like it. Right down the road from a really big park, which is pretty. Oh sweet, yeah, Barnes right? Park, right there by it. It's a nice spot. That's a beautiful park, by the way. I've, I've been yep. to that park a number of times, and I don't even live up in this neighborhood. So uh, it's a great spot. Come by and see us. In fact, come grab some jazz gear and, uh, and get hooked up. Meet Johnny Lightfoot, which is always, uh, you know. No, it's, it's always a pleasure. Johnny's, Johnny's the best. Um, uh, before we get into everything, Austin, I, I just want to say a big public thanks to, uh, to a man who did us a service that, that really – I can't express, words can't express how grateful I am to one Jeremy Potter, the engineer uh, here at The Zone. Uh, he has gotten us, he, is, he has acquired new chairs for our remote broadcasts, and, and they are just beautiful. They're, they're easy on the backside. Uh, I don't know how to explain this, but our old remote chairs, I, I think they were they were used when people wanted you know to twist out some information from somebody right you know here sit in this chair for 3 hours and you're going to be telling me everything you want I want to know i mean they were uh, to say they were uncomfortable is is just putting it way too mildly so That's, big shout yeah. out to to Jeremy Potter Austin That's great you know news, what i'm Jake. talking about yes great news but now what will you complain about I'll find something else. Okay. It's All me. Right. I can I'll find something to complain I, I've about. come to expect things. I need to, I need some consistency. So. Although I got to tell you at the moment I've got very little to complain about. I'm feel, I'm feeling good, hanging out, got plenty of jazz gear, beautiful house in Kaysville. Life is good. We got a lot of jazz to talk about in fact. Uh let's jump into it. It is time for the split story of the day. Austin Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day. 
on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hit it. And The Zone Sports Network. So, Mike, what are your thoughts on Luka Doncic? Um... Man, he's uh, he's impressive. He's um, you know he's got everything in his game uh, with his size and skill. He's you know one of the few players that can do what he can do. So uh, it's going to be a tough challenge for all of us. So we're, we're definitely locked in, and you know, we're going to try to figure out a way to to try to slow him down as best we can. That was Mike Conley from practice today as the Jazz get ready for their uh, early afternoon showdown with the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Game time will be at three. Uh, pre-game coverage, if you're rolling into the game, make sure you give us a listen. Uh, Coach Gordy Chiesa will be along for the ride. We'll start things off at 2 and then, of course, have post-game for you on the way home or out to dinner. Or In, in fact, uh, that was a, a topic of conversation at practice today, uh, the early start time and how nice that's going to be. You can hit the town after it's over. Go grab yourself a bite to eat. I, I think it's great. The NBA is doing this to get on uh, kind of more, you don't want to call it prime time, but a, a more watchable hour over there in, in Europe. And not a surprise they've done it a couple of times with the Jazz, with uh, with certainly Rudy Gobert over there in France, uh, getting in front of uh, a few more eyeballs. But Luka Doncic, uh, he, he's been unbelievable in his sophomore season. He's going to start in the All-Star game, as we found out yesterday. 29 points a game, 29.1 actually to be exact. Nine assists, 9.6 rebounds. He's got an effective field goal percentage of 53.8. He's making three out of the nine, three, 9.2 pointers he's taking, which isn't terrific, 32.2%, but uh, better than, say, somebody like Ben Simmons. And he's certainly not scared to shoot that shot. Um, he is the reason that I think these uh, Dallas Mavericks have, actually have so much promise and that they have so much staying power uh, at the at least, you know, middle, the competitive part of the Western Conference, shall I say. Now, they've lost Dwight Powell to uh, an Achilles injury, which is a really damaging injury for them because he was kind of their big, you know, say what you will about Chris Stapps Porzingis, and I know people disagree with me on this, but he's he's more of a four than he is a five. And I, I know the way that the NBA is going, maybe I eventually end up wrong on that, but I know he's a, he's a seven-footer, but he's not. He's, Austin, does this sound too mean when I when I say he's not tough? Because Porzingis is great, but is he's not the toughest guy I've ever seen. Is that too mean? Wow. Well, I hope he heard and he can show you just how <laughs> tough he is. He's a unicorn, Jake. He is a unicorn because he's he's a great player and you he's he's wow. athletic, especially for his size. He can shoot the ball. Uh, it's not like he went to UCLA, guy. Come on. Let, let's be honest, though. Rudy Gobert is pushing Chris yes, Stapps around. Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's uh, most centers in the NBA are, are pushing Chris Stapps around, and, and he's um, I think versatile enough that he should be. He's better equipped to be chasing around Boyan Bogdanovich than he is. Uh, going toe to toe with Rudy in the paint, that right yeah, for sure, for sure, right? Okay, if he's if he's, uh, if he's hearing this, which he's not, but if he is, he's probably nodding his head and going, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be out on the perimeter tomorrow." Now I, they've got Big Boban coming off who uh, coming off the bench, who's uh, certainly one of my favorites, and they're uh, kicking the kicking the tires on Joakim Noah. I saw that. I mean, they're 
they're going to try and put in some size or, or sign some size or whatever to help uh, remain competitive. But the the truth is is that Chris Dapps more often than not is now going to have to slide over to the five, and we'll see how that works for them going forward. I think it's uh, it's an advantage for the Jazz for the reasons that we're talking about. You know, I he, we've seen him in the past, and I know this is going back a few years, and and he was much younger in the league, but we've seen him when he played with the Knicks go toe to toe with Rudy before, and it doesn't go well for him. So I, I'm curious to to see how that injury affects the Mav- uh, the Mavericks going forward. But uh, they have one of the best coaches in the league. They have one of the most dynamic players in the league. I know how we like to to put labels on like dynamic young player. He's just a, a an unbelievable, uh, unbelievably dynamic player. I'm still out. He look his game looks a lot like James Harden to me. But people are are talking about how he reminds them of of Larry Legend and and Larry Bird. So I'm really excited to get an up-close and personal look at, at Luca tomorrow. But I will say this, Austin, um, how many, and, and maybe we can, we can throw this out to the listeners, we can do some open mics, we can interact on Twitter. How many must-sees are in the, the NBA, like uh, right now? Like I, in my lifetime, need to lay my eyeballs on this guy's game in person and i know you and i are spoiled austin because we get to to see these guys up close uh all the time but you know for your average fan out there who's only going to a couple games who's who are the must sees in the nba yeah. right now and i think luca is 100 percent on that list uh i think that he if he's not on people's list he will be after tomorrow because when he was last in town he was you know it wasn't he didn't like light the world on fire and now right. he's in an mvp uh, competition, if we're being honest about it. So he will be if he's not on people's list already. Uh, Giannis, I think, uh, currently will okay. be, be at the very top of the list, frankly, uh, because he just he does things that you haven't seen and may never see again in the NBA. Kevin Durant, when healthy, I think is a must. And, of course, LeBron. Now you throw Luka on a list of those people at Kawhi, he's on that list. That is something that you that counts. That matters. Now, if he wins an, MV, uh, an MVP or wins a championship or not, then we'll discuss Hall of Fame where he lists on the all-time greats. But current landscape of the NBA, you're right. He's a must-see talent. So I, I like I like where your mind's at with the list. I, I think Giannis is 100%. LeBron... Uh, of course, any NBA fan needs to needs to see LeBron just like they needed to see Michael in a previous generation. Um, the, see, the one on there that that I I would debate, at, which is interesting, Austin, because I think he might be the best player in the NBA, including LeBron. But Kawhi Leonard, his game is unbelievable. He's a two way player. He's great, but he he doesn't have the showmanship, maybe, or he's not. He's not likable. Like, doesn't there have to be that element of of extra pizzazz? It's what I think, and I'm not putting Donovan quite yet into this category, but it's what I like about Donovan Mitchell is it's there's a little something extra there, right? There's a little extra pizzazz, a little extra showmanship, a little extra passion. And this isn't really Kawhi's fault, but his personality isn't, you know, the uh, the most likable, like for a NASCAR comparison, why was Tony Stewart never as uh, never as popular as Jeff Gordon? Right, because Jeff Gordon's this golden boy who's easy to root for, who has this you know this likable personality. And maybe it's not fair to judge these guys that way, but that stuff matters. I think it's why I think it's why Zion Williamson is such a big deal. I mean, is he the is he the best? 
player in the NBA uh, right now? Not even close. Is he the biggest draw? Is he the biggest story in the NBA this year? Yeah, because there's something different about him, and, and his personality makes it easier to cheer for. It, so, I don't know. Does that make sense? That's why I'm debating Kawhi. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me because he's not uh, the highlight reel that Giannis or LeBron or Luka is. You're right. If you're looking for a, a marketing uh, a cog in the, in the NBA machine, Kawhi Leonard's probably not going to be at the top of that list. But if you're a real basketball nerd, if you're a basketball junkie, Jake, you're not debating this. He's got and possesses skills that makes it look so easy that other guys work their whole careers to just get a glimpse of in their games. So if you're a real basketball junkie, you got to see him in person, especially down close. Otherwise, it's kind of like Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was a -a once-in-a-lifetime player of sorts, but he was boring in how he did it, right? Oh, I, I'm so glad you brought up Tim, Tim Duncan. This was it, it 100% uh, going to be my response. Tim Duncan is one of the best NBA players of all time, but I would never have put him uh, on this list we're talking about as the, the player you've got to see. You know, is save every nickel that you possibly can uh, for an entire year to, to watch this guy play. <laughs> I, I would never have put Tim Duncan on the list. And he was incredible and won at a rate, you know, r- rarely if ever seen – uh, in, in in the NBA and a dynasty. I, I throw all those words out. It was all thanks to Tim Duncan, but I would never have put him on this list. So you don't think Kawhi belongs on the list then at all? That's what I'm debating because I think we're Come talking on, about a little, bit some, uh, a little bit something He's extra, MVP Austin. multiple times over. He's incredible. MVP, I told you. I think, finals. He's won two finals with two teams. Might do it with a third this year. I think he is the best player in the NBA. I do. But don't I, save your money to come watch him at Vivid Smart Home Arena. But he's not one of those – I don't think he's one of those must-watch guys. At one like, like it, at one point, I might have put Kyrie Irving on this list just because there's no way that you should ever be able to, to have handles like that and speed like that and get off shots like he does. Uh, but, I mean, it's not because he was the best player in the league, right? So I, it, how good they are matters, but I, I think there's a different draw to it that makes it like, all right, they're in town. I, I got to watch this thing. Like right now, Luka Doncic is a phenomenon. How many people have uh, – I, I was talking to, uh, to Tim Lacombe, who got a chance to fly down to Dallas earlier in the season to watch Luka play, and he just came back glowing about what an experience it was to watch this person play basketball. That's not just because he's good, right? It's because he's doing something that – that other people can't or other people don't. You combine that with, with charisma. I, uh, I don't know. It's something besides just being incredibly good. Yeah. I'd like you, next time you have Tim in studio, actually I think it would be fun to hear you say have this discussion with Tim and then bring up Kawhi versus Luka, and if he feels the same way about you got to go see this guy play in person. I agree, but and he is a coach, and we're kind of talking about your – you know, everyday type fan, right? So mm-hmm. maybe it's not fair to bring him up in in the first place. But I don't Look, know. That that list has got to be di- different uh, different uh, sizes for different people, right? But who's not on it is not the discussion. It's that Luca is on it, and he's in town tomorrow, and the Jazz have a chance to beat someone in an MVP race. Right. And and Mike Conley talked about it today at uh, at practice. They asked him if there were um, players that he'd like to sit down and watch whose game was intriguing to him. And he said, sure, and then admitted that 
pretty much every time Luke has been on TV and he's been able to watch it, he tunes right in. So uh, we can continue this discussion. Weigh in on Twitter at Jake Scott Zone at Austin Horton. Who's on your? I gotta save my money to buy a ticket to see this guy play in the NBA. Who is your must watch in person? Who are your much must watch in person players? Let us know. We can get to some open mics as well. Uh, but we're hanging out with our friends at Homie uh, at uh, Homie Home. In fact, nine ninety three Chester Lane, right here in Kaysville. Very easy to get to. And our friend Katie joins us once again. First of all, it's great to see you. Great to see Thanks you. for having us back out. We, I, I'm digging coming to these homey homes. It's really fun. It's, it's fun to see the kind of the operation on the ground level. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And it's been fun having you out because we're all over. We don't just cover the Salt Lake area. So you've been able to get out to your... Weber County fans, and now you're Davis County fans, and let's see where we're taking next week. All right, so I think we should start things off today with with a little bragging, okay. uh, a, a little, uh, you know, uh, puffing our chests out a little bit. We're proud today because Homie has hit some big numbers. We have hit some big numbers. Uh, the end of the year happened, so we're in 2020 now, but in 2019, um, we did a record number of one billion, billion with a B, not wow. with an M, billion dollars in real estate transactions. We're talking Gordon Monson money now. Yeah. I mean, we're, no. Okay. We can redo a deck with that, right? <laughs> I've heard a lot about that that new deck. I've heard a, heard a lot about it. But that's incredible. A billion dollars? One wow. billion dollars, You yeah. guys are growing. Yeah, it's been great. And then ever since Homie has even started, we have saved um, our, our clients $50 million in commissions. That's incredible. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of Gordon Monts and decks. That that that's a lot of decks. Absolutely. What, what did he say to us the other day, Austin? Like, ah, it's like building a new wing on my house uh, or something. Uh, on my summer be, house. Yeah. This must be some deck. I don't deck, know. But... You got a summer house. It's a lot of work, Jake. I don't know. But I love it because you guys have just figured out a way to do it better, more more efficiently, and it, you pass that savings directly on to to the consumer. Yeah, totally. And it's been it's been wonderful to see so many people be able to achieve their dreams because they're able to save so much money on commissions, and they can go afford a better home or a home that fits their needs better. Well, I mean, we're talking about selling a home fifteen hundred dollar flat fee as opposed to you know the commissions that could be a deck in all seriousness. Yeah. that could be something that you could do that's special to a new home or maybe you bar uh, you buy a kind of a fixer upper and you could put that money to good work i mean it's a lot of money it is a lot of money and so we're we're really happy to be able to offer that to everybody buying as well you can buying get up to five thousand well. dollars yep, you can get up to five thousand dollars back and that's that's a great great start to getting into your dream home and then of always we have to uh remind people homey loans homey title so everything is is in-house and streamlined yep. and easy everything under one roof we're a one-stop shop we've got homey loans homey title homey real estate and homey now now homey insurance so we're helping you save money all throughout all all walks of home ownership you guys are changing it up well I, this is a beautiful home we're in today it's a beautiful home i love the ceilings it's a great like little end of the street cul-de-sac. It's a, I I lived in Layton. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as uh, Austin is. Little rivalry there. Yeah, little rivalry. Little rivalry yeah, there. But it's okay. We we might have made fun of their high school out here. A but little that, bit. it's all in good fun. Yeah, all it's in good all fun. In good fun. <laughs> the but darts. A, the darts. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so this is serious. This is serious. It is. You're serious. Uh, you're you're right about the the high ceilings. My house has very low ceilings, and my wife com- uh, shouldn't use the word complain. She points it out frequently. Yeah, she does not like the low ceilings. Yeah. The high ceilings are nice. Beautiful, beautiful home. So come see it. Nine ninety three Chester Lane here in Kaysville. Come grab some jazz gear, and uh, most importantly, find out what Homie can do for you. Go to homie.com. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Slow mo. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. I'm wondering when you're playing this well, does the way Quinn interact with the team change at all? He's the same guy today that he is six years ago when he first got the job. And that's hard to do, to stay so focused and determined to keep this franchise going and obviously heading in the right direction. And obviously everyone that's watched closely for the six years Quinn's been here, he's a big part of this massive change that's happened. A lot is the culture and what he does and what he brings and what he stands for. Utah is lucky to have him and hopefully he's, well, he just extended, didn't he? So he's, yeah. he's here for a bit longer. Oh, yeah. Catch jazz man Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I want to sink to the bottom with you. I want to sink to the bottom with you. Big Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back. We're hanging out with our friends at Homie. We're at a Homie home. 993 Chester Lane here in Kaysville. Come play us, uh, pay us a visit. Uh, come take a look at the house, of course. Find out what Homie can do for you and grab uh, some awesome jazz gear. Uh, come on by. We've got beanies. We've got shirts. Uh, we've got the desk ornaments that are uh, taking the world by storm. So come, uh, come check it out. Uh, Band of the Day today, Fountains of Wayne, brought to you live by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Got this feedback about Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Austin, we were talking about our our lists of must-see NBA players who in the league out there, when they come to town, you got to do it. You got to see it for your kind of... You know, everyday non-season ticket holder NBA fan. And Austin's got Kawhi on his list, and I'm not so sure. And we were debating it. And uh, Mark weighs in. And and this, honestly, is a real problem that the NBA is dealing with. Mark weighs in and says, The problem with Kawhi is that you can save up all your money to watch him play, but he might be taking that night off. Oh, yeah. And you know what? In all honesty, and maybe saying that slightly tongue in cheek, but that's a that's a that's a real deal in today's NBA. And not only is it, I think, rubbing fans the wrong way, but I I thought it was interesting what Sam Amick talked to us about yesterday on the Daily Assist about what they'd have been investigating on, as far as what's going on with the Clippers and some things that Montrez Harrell said uh, a few weeks ago and how kind of the the OG Clippers, the Clippers from last year, the the overachieving bunch that made the playoffs under Doc Rivers, isn't really digging this whole 
on again, off again kind of thing with Kawhi and Paul and how the franchise is catering to them. Yet they kind of the those old the the Clippers from before kind of built their reps, so to speak, on grinding it out and playing it every night. And this is you know going a different direction. But the NBA overall, I mean, they are they they're. And I know Gordon and I argue about this all the time because he thinks sports is about the competition and it's about mono we mono to see who comes out better and on and on. And I got it. And that's a part of it. But sports is a rock show. Sports is entertainment. It's it's travel from market to market and put on a show for fans. That's that's why it exists. And we can talk about championships and we can talk about, you know, all that stuff, which makes sports fun and makes sports different from other modes of entertainment. But the truth is, it's still all about who's coming to the games, the tickets at the gate. And now, of course, eyeballs on television. That is the idea. And when when you've got stars maybe in, maybe out, resting on the road, resting on the second night of back-to-backs, you know, I know um, – Russell Westbrook isn't everybody's favorite player, but he doesn't play on uh, either the front or back end of back-to-backs. He doesn't do it. And and there are so many other players out there. So how can you – and there's no doubt that when you want to go see the Clippers, when you pay to go see the Clippers, you want to see Kawhi Leonard play. You do. And, uh, you know, LeBron – uh, says he doesn't sit out games, but then he, he basically missed a game for a, a fake illness. You know, they're they're all doing it, whether they want to admit it or not. Or I shouldn't say they all, because that's such a blanket statement that's that's really not fair. And there are guys like Joe Ingles that play uh, night in and night out. But a lot of the stars, this is this is a trend. The NBA is a trend league, and it. I I said this last year. Austin, I don't know if you remember, but that Toronto winning the the championship by platooning Kawhi and doing this load management stuff it was the worst thing that could happen because it was just going to set a trend. And now, uh, and maybe that trend was set with the Spurs years ago when this, you remember when the league tried to find the Spurs for sitting out Tim Duncan and putting on the injury report old, right. which was hilarious, but they, they find him because they missed a, a national TV game. So maybe they truly were the trendsetters. But you got to admit that, working for the Raptors and Kawhi being dominated in the playoffs. That's just gas on the fire. Yeah, it is. Uh, as, but the Clippers, so there's two things here. Montrez Harrell and teammates of Kawhi that are having a little bit of an issue with it. Uh, I can see that. I would have a problem with it if someone uh, was given preferential treatment uh, and the, other of, uh, the rest of us didn't get that same benefit. But the Clippers knew what they were doing when they went after him, when they allegedly... Uh, according to some, offered him and agreed to things outside of the CBA in order to get him to sign with the Clippers in the first place, they knew that this was going to be part of the gig. And that's why Doc Rivers is upset with guys like Montrez Harrell. It's not that Doc Rivers thinks that this is the way to be true to the the, the art of basketball and the integrity of the game, and that's what Kawhi's doing. No, Doc Rivers is old school. He thinks he ought to play every game, but he wants to win a championship, and Kawhi Leonard can do that. He has proven to be able to get teams that were otherwise unable to do so over the top and win titles. Now, the Spurs, they won titles before him, but certainly if he had not been on their team that season uh, that they won it with him, they, they probably wouldn't have got it done. So you take the bad with the good. The Clippers as an organization are like, we'll deal with it. We'll try and win a title. The players have either just got to get on board or get out of the way because uh, Kawhi, he's too good. You can't, you can't say, well, Kawhi Montrez Harrell's mad, so you have to play tonight. It's not going to happen. So one thing in that the these NBA players are realizing is that they have more leverage than they used to think that they did. 
they had, uh, you know, there's this player empowerment movement is basically players taking integrity out of it, right? The, the whole, well, it's it's been done this way because that's how it's done. When you, 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 you're paid to play 82 games and you play 82 games, you know, players figured out like, well, I don't have to play 82 games. And in fact, my value is so much that I can really dictate when I play. And all that special t- stuff you're talking about with Kawhi Leonard, you know, he's, he's good enough. So players are realizing that they have way, way, way more leverage than they ever did, and they're they're showing it. And that's not necessarily a good thing for the league or fans sometimes. All right, we'll we'll talk to Howard Beck coming up next. Stay tuned. Your daily assist straight ahead. Nine ninety three Chester Lane in Kaysville. That's where we are. Come see us. Grab some jazz gear. See a beautiful homey home, and find out what homey can do for you. More straight ahead. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. The Jazz will win blank of their remaining 21 home games. I'll go 19-2. and two. I think they're going to be wow. an exceptional home team. Jazz have had terrific home records historically in some of their great years. Their first finals year, they were 38-3 and three at home. That team was great at home. The Darren Abu's teams were great at home. Stockton and Malone teams that didn't get to the finals were great at home. This team, I think, will go 19-2 and two the rest of the way in their home building. I was going to go 17-4, and four, and I thought you guys were going to just be like, that's unrealistic, that's crazy. Tony's going with only five. You're the captain of this ship. <laughs> we will step on board if you tell us this ship is seaworthy. And you will be the first one to throw me off. That's the called moment. mutiny. <laughs> That's what happens to the captain. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordo will be back on Monday. We're hanging out at a homey home today, 993 Chester Lane here in Kaysville. Stop on by and see us. We still have some jazz gear for you, but it is Friday. Time for your daily assist. Austin, hit it. It's time for your NBA fix. This is the Big Show Daily Assist. Featuring all the latest news and insight on the association. Now joining the Big Show. Senior NBA writer for Bleacher Report, Howard Beck, on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Time for your daily assist brought to you by Lee's Heating and Air. Check them out online at leesheatac.com. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. He joins us on Fridays. He writes for the Bleacher Report. He is Howard Beck. Hi, Howard. How are you? Doing all right. How are you? Uh, doing great. Uh, although, you know, I've got to admit, and this may sound weird, but uh, I'm missing Gordon. I've been without Gordon all week, and I'm ready for him to get back from one of his many vacations. That's a long time to go without Gordon. I, I, it's, uh, I, how do you even get through the show I mean, without just, like, <laughs> openly weeping? 
I don't know. I've, I felt all week uh, like just blindsiding our guests with something completely random and out of the blue just to, you know, like keep it at least keep the norm. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. Someone has to. Someone has to. Uh, Howard, I want to check in with you on the on the Jazz because this feels like a very important part of their season. They've been the hottest team in the league, but, of course, the schedule has been friendly uh, as far as not playing teams with a, with a winning record. Now they see a, a bunch of teams they haven't seen before. They've seen it multiple times, and this stretch up until the All-Star break is brutal. They've got Houston twice and Dallas twice starting on, on Saturday. Uh, they've got Portland twice and San Antonio twice, Denver twice. Anyway, it's... The, they now enter a much more difficult phase. I guess my question for you is, do you feel like they're prepared for it and can continue this, uh, this good play? I think the, the, my impression would be yes. You never know until you get there. And it is a brutal stretch. Now, Dallas just lost a key piece in Dwight Powell, so they won't quite be as, as uh, you know potent as they have been up until this point. The Rockets have been kind of all over the map. San Antonio has kind of revived themselves. Denver has been consistently good. And the stretch you're talking about heading into All-Star uh, wraps up with, with a home game against Miami, who have been really good. So it's definitely a, going to be a much more stringent stretch of the schedule and also a much better gauge of who the Jazz really are. And it happens just as they're getting Mike Conley back. That's, you know, uh, one of those glass half full, half empty things. Is it better that they're getting him back before they start facing this, uh, this gauntlet of, of playoff teams? Or is it going to make it that much tougher because you're trying to reintegrate him? He's coming off the bench now. At what point do you want to try to put him back into the starting lineup if that's going to, to happen? Do you do it while you're still acclimating him? Um, you know, the, the 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 team, you know, obviously without him, not that they're better without him, but they were playing very well without him, and you establish a rhythm and then try to reincorporate a key piece, it's always a challenge. And so to do that while going up against tougher competition, I think, you know, just, just presents a, a different kind of, of uh, test for them or challenge. Uh, but I, I generally think that when a team has, even if you're cleaning up on, on the lower half of the league, you, you get a good momentum going, you, you get a good sense of, uh, of how you want to play. They're in a great rhythm right now. Guys are confident. I tend to think those things carry over. Howard Beck of the Bleacher Report uh, with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So Luka Doncic is in town tomorrow for, I, I love it, an afternoon game. It starts at 3. Uh, absolutely terrific. I wish they'd do more of them. Uh, but but talk a little bit about Luka, Howard, your your thoughts on his game. I mean, is he the, the superstar he appears to be? He absolutely is. I mean, there's no denying it at this point. I think if people weren't sure after his rookie season when there were still people saying, oh, you know, maybe Trey Young should have been rookie of the year. He came on strong toward the end. And um, is Luka just catching, you know, people off guard? Is he going to be able to continue to improve? Is he going to be able to handle the grind? And, I mean, Luka has answered every single question and then some because he's even better this season than he was last year. He's among the top uh, scorers in the league, among the top assist guys in the league. He's, he's very close to averaging a triple-double. And, you know, he's you know been a, uh, not great from three. He's been fine, a little sub, subpar from three. But he's 
you know, so great at just manipulating the game. He's not, you know, the, the uh, most elite athlete we've ever seen, but it's the way he uses his athleticism, uh, the way he can bend a defense, the uh, just kind of the, the pace of, of the game that, that he employs, especially uh, working in the half court. He just knows how to, to manipulate defenders with kind of change of pace moves and keeps guys off, off balance. And his, his passing is, is top tier. And uh, I, I, you know, he's. I think he's just going to continue to improve as a shooter. You know, here, here's a guy shooting 32% from three this season, which is about in line with last year. I think over time that's going to to get probably closer to you know the the high 30s because he's got a great stroke. And you know, the the other aspects of the game will just continue to excuse me continue to round into form. And he doesn't have a lot around him, too. So I think one of the impressive things about the Mavericks is that, you know, you, 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 you know, I mentioned Dwight Powell going out. It's guys like Dwight Powell and Seth Curry and, you know, J.J. Barea and Dorian Finney-Smith. I mean, it's, it's, it's Tim Hardaway Jr. It's just a random assortment of guys around him. And the next best players in talent is probably Kristaps Porzingis, who, of course, has missed a bunch of time because of a knee injury and has been only solid. He hasn't exactly played like an all-star for the most part. So – you know everything that the Mavericks are, all their success and all this this uh, amazing you know surprise kind of run so far is is really all due to Luca, who's by the way still only twenty years old. I mean he's he's absolutely incredible. So you kind of touched on this a little bit, Howard, and and Chris Stapps has had his issues with staying healthy, but you know you you've seen Chris Stapps play a lot. Do you think he's a good fit, uh, at least from a like a, a conceptual perspective, uh, next to Luca? I think so. I mean, you know, when you've got a ball dominant guard, you know, generally, you know, if you compare him with a, you know, a, a versatile big man, that's a great formula. And in today's NBA, a big man who shoots threes and can stretch the defense is a great formula. And so they've, they've you know, been able to really take advantage of that. The, the pick and roll combination of the two of them are more, you know, mostly pick and pop with Porzingis because uh, he's much more effective, you know, uh, stepping back into that three than, than, uh, than as a dive man. Um, and maybe that'll come over time. But, yeah, the, the combination of the two, it's, it's pretty seamless. And Porzingis has, has been rebounding at a great rate. He's blocking shots at the other end. Um, you know, he, you know, as a, as a guy who was, tr- you know, that the Knicks thought, you know, would hopefully be a number one option. It was going to be tough because Porzingis was a bit too ball dominant himself for a guy who's not much of a passer. And so to make him a number two with a ball dominant guard who is, is fantastic as both scorer and passer, I, I think makes a lot of sense. I mean, these guys are, the Mavericks are like one player, potentially one really good player away from doing some serious damage in the league. And, you know, it, it's not to downplay that supporting cast, but it is, you know, just a lot of guys who the Mavericks are just getting the best out of, as Rick Carlisle does. But there's no one else on that roster that, that really blows you away, and, and yet here they are. So uh, if, if they can finesse their way into another impact player, watch out. Howard, the Jazz will face the Rockets for the first time this year on Monday. And I'm sure I've asked you this question before this year, maybe maybe multiple times, but is is this Rockets version that we're seeing right now uh, with Russell Westbrook better than it was last year with Chris Paul? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not simply. Not, I mean, maybe they will be eventually. And really the point of the exercise is ultimately not about what you are in the regular season, but what you can do in the playoffs. And so, 
you know, I, 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 I'm dismissive at the moment, yes, but, you know, let's see. Maybe, maybe we'll see something different in the playoffs. But I'm, I'm skeptical, um, and people around the league have been skeptical of this ever since they made the trade back in July. You know, there, there weren't a whole lot of people who thought that the, that the Rockets had really improved themselves. Westbrook is, is much different than Chris Paul um, and in some regards better, certainly more athletic and certainly better in, in transition. But Chris Paul, far better shooter, obviously, um, better defender, a better overall leader, and he, you know, look at what Chris Paul is doing with the Thunder. The Thunder are going to be just as good this year with Chris Paul and Shea Gilgis Alexander and Danilo Gallinari as they were with Westbrook and Paul George. That you know should tell us all something. And you know Westbrook and Harden have fit together fine, um, but it has not elevated them. They're they're not demonstrably better than they were last season, and. You know, they're both putting up numbers, but, you know, they're still, as we sit here today, sixth in the West. And, you know, listen, by the time it's all said and done, I mean, it's so tight between uh, the second through sixth teams. Yeah, the Rockets could end up in the top two, three, four. Um, I'm still not convinced they're better than they were last season, though. Howard Beck, uh, not only of the Bleacher Report, but host of the Full 48 podcast. And I'm, I'm looking at the tweet right here, Howard. Uh, you, you did a podcast with Fred Van Vliet, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. But I uh, give us kind of what you learned from him, because I love his story. I mean, playing his way into the league, right into making big-time plays for an NBA Finals champion. I mean, amazing. How was that conversation? Uh, it, it was great, and thanks for the podcast plug. Um Fred Van Vliet is uh, just already, you know, he's only in the league a few years here, but he's already, I think, one of those uh, just all, all-time classy, thoughtful guys in, in the league who, uh, if whether you're a teammate, whether you're an opponent, or whether you're media, and in my business, and, and seeking a guy out like him uh, to, to talk to, to get some perspective, he's just this really amazingly thoughtful, intelligent person. So, um you can see it in his game because he's he's a high IQ player, but he, he's just you know, his he's a high IQ person, uh, period. And it's it's amazing for a guy who's so young in the league who didn't get drafted, and you know, kind of for a lot of people came out of nowhere that he's got such a steady and uh, just presence about him. He's he was a leader for that team for that Raptors team even from like his second year. And he's, he's, it's just, it's just a way about him. It's, it's, he's got great communication skills. Um, he knows how to connect with people and, and yeah, just, just uh, very thoughtful, very grounded. Uh, so we talked about a bunch of stuff, talked about the night he learned about Kawhi Leonard uh, leaving for LA, talked about him uh, taking the Larry O'Brien trophy back to his hometown of Rockford, Illinois. He's, he's very, very proud of where he came from and, and, work he's trying to do in, in Rockford to uh, kind of uplift the community there and what it meant to be able to bring the trophy back there. Um, just a bunch of fun stuff. Talked about leadership, talked about, you know, the just defying expectations both individually and, and for that team. Uh, just a really fun conversation. Before we let you go, Howard, anybody really have a gripe they're not starting in the All-Star game? Um. I don't know that anybody has a true gripe, and I'm, I'm surprised actually we did not get into the, the, the Gobert thing, but I guess that's going to be more of a, an issue once we get to the, the coaches' votes because right. I don't think anybody really expected Rudy to, to be a starter. 
I don't know. I mean, listen, I thought Jimmy Butler was really deserving in the East, and I certainly gave him my vote uh, over Siakam, who had missed a lot of games. Um, but I don't, I don't have any dispute really there. You know, Siakam has been amazing. And, you know, the East Guards was a tough one. And Trey Young, his numbers are just astounding. And I know people fixate on the record, but, you know, he, I think he's earned it. And, you know, no, no issues there. In the West, it was pretty straightforward with the front court guys, and the back court was, was just locked months ago. So I, I don't think there's anything anybody could really quibble with. I think the one that some people might take issue with would be Trey Young because of the, the Hawks record. But, again, all-star game, it's mostly about individual achievement that gets you there. It's not necessarily about the team. Um, and, you know, it starts off as a popularity contest because of the fan vote. So uh, I think the bigger debates will happen once we see where the coaches went with the reserves and whether they're, you know, going to finally get Rudy in there for one. Uh, obviously, Donovan Mitchell sh- should be on that list as well. Uh, there are a few other guys out there who have strong cases to make. And, and that's once, once we get those results, I think this Thursday, um, then, then the fun really begins with the, the snub discussion. Uh, yeah, and I think if if Carl Anthony Towns this year, after missing so many games, gets in over Rudy, I think people around here will be fit to be tied. But I I I'm with you. I think they both <laughs> should get in, and I think they've they've got a really good shot. I think they do, and I suspect that at least one of them will. I, I couldn't tell you which one, but um, I'd be shocked if at least one of them, if not both, and. We'll see. You know, as I've said it before, if you know, if the coaches are really all about the things that they're constantly preaching to us in the media about, it should be guys who are winners and guys who play defense and all these things that coaches love to harp about. Well, they they should put their votes where their mouths are. So we'll see. Well, Howard, thank you very much. As always, enjoy all the hoops this weekend, and we'll catch you next week. All right, Jake. Thank you. Thank you, Howard. Howard Beck. Uh, of course, of the Bleacher Report. And do check out his podcast. It's great, uh, at the full 48. And I, Fred Van Vliet has, has a fascinating career arc. I certainly will be uh, downloading that uh, for myself as well. Uh, we're here at a homey home, and you're welcome to come join us. We still have some jazz gear left, 993 Chester Lane in Kaysville. Uh, check out this beautiful home, absolutely gorgeous. And Katie joins us once again. And this is just a, an example of... Boy, all the homes. I, I see your signs everywhere. Yeah. You guys are just blowing up. It's great. We're growing. We definitely are growing. And soon we'll be in Vegas starting March 1st. So that's super exciting for us. Um, we're here in Utah. We're in Arizona and soon to be Vegas. So that's exciting. We're growing. We're popping up everywhere. You see teal homie signs all throughout neighborhoods. So it's it's good to see. And for, for people who think this may be a, a flash in, a, in the pan or, or something, I mean, you've been around for a while now. I don't know how people could think that. But you're you're setting records as far as sales yeah, and those and listings. We are. And actually, um, we just released um, some professors at BYU actually did a study um, from January 2017 to September 2019. Um we they did a, a whole study and they just posted their report. Um, and homes listed with Homey sold for 1.2% higher than comparable homes listed with traditional brokers. So that's incredible. So our sellers are getting more money out of their homes, which is wonderful. Not only are they selling for more money and they're getting more money out of their homes and they're getting more savings on the commission side, but our homes are also selling eight days faster than a traditional agent. So that's fantastic for our 
That's amazing. Yeah. No, the, the more money and selling quicker. And, and people may think like, oh, but the, the service is going to be as good. You know, the truth is, you know, people like me who struggle with technology and those sorts of things, you have somebody to guide all along the way. Exactly. We're, we are definitely a technology-based brokerage. and But the best part about that is just because we're utilizing technology doesn't mean that we're not people. So we've got traditional agents that will help you along the way. If you come out to our open house today, you're going to meet Lance and James, who are our buyer agents. And they're, they're all here. right. You know, <laughs> those guys, they're okay for a Niner fan, you know. <laughs> they're great. I'm a Niner fan, so you got to be oh, careful. Oh, i got to be careful there. <clears throat> no, the uh, Niners yeah. are great. I'm actually rooting for the Niners in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It, it it pains me just a little bit, but I am. I can't root for the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited to be cheering for the Niners. Yeah, this, hey, this when year. your team's in the big game, that's a big that's deal. That's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so we've got our buyer agents here. We've got seller agents that'll help you along the way. So if you are looking to buy a home with us, get on our app, look for a home, request a tour right on the app, and our agent will set it up with you, and you'll they'll meet you at the door, walk you through the home, help you with negotiations, help you with all of that. Buying or selling, you can save a ton of money, and you can uh, have better results quicker. It's a no-brainer. Homey.com, uh, $1,500 flat fee for a listing or $5,000 back uh, well, to help with closing costs if yep. you're buying. Yep. Check it out. Homey.com. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. All right. We'll have more next. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. I don't think that there's a time since maybe 97, 98 where I look at a team and say a championship is within reach. And I know we want to be really careful about talking about that. And I get that. But I think it's time we start allowing that to be part of the conversation because sometimes when we address this team, we talk about this is a team that could make it to the Western Conference Finals. Well, I think it's okay to talk about making it to the NBA Finals. I don't think we need to be scared about talking about that. And I'm not saying that, you know, if they don't make it to the NBA finals it's a disappointment but i think it's also okay to say you know what this is a team capable of doing that would i pick the jazz to beat the lakers in a seven game series i don't know but the fact that i don't know right now means that the jazz have a pretty good chance catch hans and scotty every day from noon to three presented by your rocky mountain chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network